Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody from The Home Bunker. Folks, you know, sometimes I find it difficult to turn my attention back domestically to the fuckery that is the Republican Party when there seem to be so many more pressing and serious, serious society altering cultural altering, globally destabilizing things that are happening to like pay attention to the fact that House Republicans don't care about America. They don't care about government. They don't care about stability. They don't care about how we look in the world. They don't care about America continuing to hold its its standing. And so on today's show, I bring on our friend Kurt Bardella, you know, former Republican, Democratic, now Democratic strategist, columnist, and analyst to talk about, you know, the the disaster over the battle for the speakership that took three weeks to then anoint a basic misogynist, white supremacist, anti-Islam anti-LGBTQ, I mean, anti, 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 you know, and just apparently wants America to live in some type of biblical, puritanical bullshit um, that they make up, right? That they make up uh, for themselves to, to say that it's through the dominance of toxic masculinity and the suppression of women and people of color and black folks that, you know, that we will be great again, uh, Mike Johnson. So I do, I find it hard. And most of the time, I kind of just want to ignore the fucking Republican Party as a whole. But I can't, we can't, because ignoring them is dangerous, right? That is what happened with Donald Trump and just pretending that 
he was, you know, going to go away, that it was just a clown show, that it was just a sideshow, and that there was no real need to take seriously what this man was espousing in 2015 and 2016. And so here we are. It's just that everything feels so fucking serious and so consequential and so damaging, right? That you just kind of want to look at where there is possibility. And I'm not quite sure in this moment, I'll be honest with you, what possibility looks like. Because the anger that I have for this administration, while is continuing to rise over their global stance on dehumanization, I know that I don't want this country to fall into the hands of the Mike Johnsons, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the Donald Trumps of this country. I do not want that. And it just seems as if, you know, it is very much midnight in America and that we are closer to our demise, to the end of what we've understood as the American project uh, than we've ever been before. Um, that we are closer to World War III than we have ever been before. And I do not say that lightly, right? I'm just telling you what I see and what I feel uh, and what I know based on patterns of history. So on today's show, I get into conversation with our friend Kurt Bardella about what he thinks about the Republican Party, what he offers that Democrats should be doing in this moment and kind of looking in his crystal ball to look ahead to a year from now, right, when we will be just weeks away from the most consequential election of our time. And what do we even think that America will look like a year from now? That conversation with Kurt is coming up next. Folks, you know that whenever I have the opportunity to bring my friends on to Woke AF Daily, I am always thrilled, particularly when one of those friends is a former Republican <laughs> who has come to the light side and left the dark side many, many moons ago at this point now, Kurt Bidella. Uh, You know him. You read his writing at USA Today, LA Times. Um, and Kurt, let's just start with this. Um. It took three weeks, uh, three different people, um, to finally get the Republicans to actually come together with a vote for the Speaker of the House. Um, after multiple failed attempts, the booting of Kevin McCarthy, the failure of Jim Jordan after three cycles of votes, the failure of Steve Scalise. Um, they have presented to the American people. Oh, let me pull out his repertoire that I wrote down. Uh, <laughs> Representative Mike Johnson out of Louisiana, who was elected on the Trump train in 2016. This is a man who has voted to steal the 2020 election, who believes in a national abortion ban, who opposes same sex marriage who supported Trump's Muslim ban, who was one of the architects uh, to help overthrow uh, the 2020 election. And the list goes on. Want, uh, believes that divorce should be illegal, is a white evangelical Christian um, to his core. This is who the Republican Party has put up. You tell me 
what people should take from that. This guy, MAGA Mike, as he's been already nicknamed, is really the MAGA extremist wet dream come true. This is exactly the type of figurehead that they have wanted to ascend to the speakership. Uh, and really, it has been a journey for Republicans that began with the Tea Party Revolution in 2010 that started with the initial overthrow of the traditional Republican establishment like John Boehner, like Paul Ryan, like Eric Cantor, and has now mowed over Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise uh, and has and, and now given us this speaker uh, who, who is the embodiment of what the architects of January 6th were trying to achieve in the first place, trying to install into the positions of power people, predominantly white men, with this radical viewpoint of extremism that anyone who differs from this white evangelical casting is a threat. Yep. Should be outlawed, should be made illegal. Someone who believes that the fact that we are headed towards becoming a majority minority country in the near future, that that needs to stop, that that's dangerous. Uh, these are people who espouse it with one hand, we need to be a nation under God, and in the other, use the instruments of power to inflict damage and injury upon those who have less power, who are less fortunate, who have less resources. Um, you know, these are the same people who talk about God but have no problem uh, human trafficking migrants from one part of this country to the other to make a political point. These are people who believe uh, in, in quote-unquote being pro-life but can't seem to muster the courage to pass laws that would stop innocent Americans from being mowed down by weapons of war everywhere that we look. Uh, this is exactly the type of country that people like Mike Johnson want, and it's not an accident that he is now the figurehead that's presiding over one of the branches of government. And it's incredibly disturbing that someone who played such a central role in trying to overthrow the 2020 election is now going to be in a position where he could refuse to even bring up for a vote certification of the next presidential election. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, 
a military-trained seduction spy, reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So, this man is now two heartbeats away from the presidency. He is in the succession, uh, line of succession for the presidency. And while some people seem to have been taken off guard because he was not vetted, he's not a known quantity in name in the way that we have come to understand a Matt Gates and a Lauren Boebert and a Marjorie Taylor Greene and so on and so forth, um, that the bottom and sewer for which the Republican Party will go to pull out their leadership still seems to be a shock to people. And I'm just curious as to why you think that that is, that mainstream media will turn this man into a normal, normal politician, which by virtue of the list that I read and that you just espoused is not, is anything but, they will normalize him. And so I wonder, while mainstream media chases its tail to try and both sides the hell out of this, now that... Republicans have installed MAGA Mike. What's the goal here? Right? Like what's 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 the end game? What's the win for them? Because this they wanted to cheer, right? This they cheered. Mm-hmm. Where does it where does it go? I think that the end game is what started on January 6th. I think that their goal is to try to ensure that at no point in time will anyone who looks or thinks differently than them is allowed to achieve the reins of power ever again. And if that means throwing out democracy, so be it. If that means violence, so be it. If that means getting rid of all the democratic norms that have upheld this country for two centuries, so be it. They, they don't care about those things. Uh, they, they are willing to do and say and perpetrate any act of harm and injury against this country because they have convinced themselves that the ends justify the means, that it is a righteous war, a mm. righteous civil mm-hmm. war that they are inflicting on the rest of us. And even though there are more of us than there are of them, they're going to do everything they can to silence us. You know, we see it all the time in the partisan gerrymandering in states like Georgia, where they try to make sure that all the people who look like you and I do 
are grouped in one little area, have little representation, have access to fewer resources so that they can suppress and silence our voices. Mike, you know, MAGA Mike is just the living embodiment of that ideology, uh, you know, in, in, in a Brooks Brothers suit, if you will. Um, he, he will get the pass from media because he appears more presentable than some of the other MAGA-like figures, some of the other MAGA-like cultists, but he's not. I mean, it's like, the, it's like there's people who try to convince us somehow that Glenn Youngkin isn't dangerous because he wears a little fleece vest once in a while. Yep. Um, it's like, this is the trap that media falls into and sets for themselves over and over and over again. And now they're so busy trying to curry favor and access because that's what matters more to them, the inside mm-hmm. baseball game of it all, that they will look past all of these other very public and downright deranged statements that he has made about women's right to choose, about linking being gay to somehow being a pedophile. Um, and yet he has nothing to say about people like Matt Gates who you know allegedly sleep in traffic with underage women. Be that as it may, uh, like it is mind-blowing that the this far into Trumpism, we're seven, eight years now into this whole cycle of hell, uh, that the media continues to just fail. Uh, you know, there's that what, what that Washington Post slogan: "Democracy dies in darkness." Now, yep. democracy died on your watch. Yeah, like, that's the slogan because that's what's happened, and the normalization and the both sides and isms, the utter bullshit that we see day in and day out contributes to that and, and, and legitimizes these insane figures. I saw all week long, the media toss around phrases like moderate to talk about Republicans who may not be willing to vote for an election denier. And yet at the end of the day, they all did. There is no moderate Republican party. Like, what are you, who are you talking about? And if the definition of a moderate is someone who just believes in democracy, then you better start calling AOC a moderate. You better start calling the squad a moderate. Because they believe in democracy. And if that's the only criteria we're going to use now for Republicans, then you better damn well apply that to Democrats. Otherwise, what the fuck are you talking about? What really worries me as we are eight years deep into Trumpism, eight years deep into MAGAism, is that there seems to be nothing that deters the Trump train, right? That we thought that if you get rid of the person, the person is now saddled with four indictments, 91 charges. They will leave. If you show that all of these election deniers, these people who walked into courtrooms and lied, right, about the 2020 election are now facing their own indictments, oh, that will deter people, right? It hasn't. It hasn't, Kurt. And we are just months away from the calendar year changing to 2024 to it being, yes, the most consequential election of our time. And Joe Biden's poll numbers right now, and everybody who listens to this show knows that I don't believe them, but I got to say something. I hadn't seen the poll numbers drop below 40, and they are good and well below 40%. And I think that is not the bottom. What do you make of how... The conversation, the narrative needs to shift because everything is important. We just had another mass shooting, mm-hmm. right? We are facing two wars, yeah. right? In two different regions of the world. You are seeing the alliances develop between different axes, right? 
different from World War II. So I'm just curious as to what does the case look like to make? Because there are so many cases and so many issues that are unfolding at one time. Well, I think the question that I would like people to be asked in polls isn't, do you like Joe Biden? Do you approve of Joe Biden? Are you excited about Joe Biden? Because we already know what those answers are in general. The question I care most about is, are you willing to surrender our country to Donald Trump and MAGA extremists instead of voting for Joe Biden? Because that's really the choice. That's the Mm -hmm. only choice that we have right now heading into 2024. It's either Joe Biden or it's giving the country to Donald Trump and Steve Bannon and Tucker Carlson and all of these extremists that are dangerous. Uh, That's the polling question that I would like to see someone actually ask. Because that's the only one that really matters because that's the only choice we're going to have. I don't give a shit if you're excited about Joe Biden. Does your lack of enthusiasm mean you're willing to give the country to Donald Trump and the Republican Party? Because that's the only choice that we're facing. It is binary. It is one or the other. And I don't know about you, but it's not a hard choice for me to make to say, yeah, I'm fine staying the course with Joe Biden rather than turning our country and the reins of power and a nuclear arsenal and the ability to, to declare war over to Putin's puppet, Donald Trump. Like, this should not be a hard choice to make, frankly. Um, and I think that's that's somewhat the case that we're going to have to make in 2024. It's not that Joe Biden is so great, that he's so awesome, that he's so inspirational and generational. No, it's very simple. The other side wants to wipe people like us off the face of this earth. The other side believes that you and I should be discriminated against and targeted and profiled because we look like what we look like and we speak the truth about what's going on in this country. The other side believes that because you are a woman, you are less than a man and that you shouldn't even be able to use the highways if you might be pursuing an abortion. Uh, The other side believes that it's totally acceptable for you to go to school, to a grocery store, to a place of worship, to a bowling alley, to a concert, and you may not come out of that alive because you were shot with a weapon of war that they say is the constitutional right for everybody to have. Um, I I don't know why it's such a hard choice for people when you look at it that way to make. Yeah. I think there's, there's an obvious choice and it's, it's it's the complete opposite of the one that the modern Republicans are presenting to us. Um, I think that they have made a, a huge political error in elevating Mike Johnson to the speakership. I think that this is someone who is the the living, breathing illustration of everything that we have seen voters reject time and again in recent years. Uh, if, if Republicans think that doubling down on a national abortion ban is going to somehow work for them politically – I have seen no evidence of that. They think that relitigating the 2020 election is going to work for them. I have seen no evidence of why that would be. Uh, so it's the old adage of be careful what you wish for, you might get it. MAGA extremists wanted one of their own in the speaker's chair. They wanted to elevate that person to become a national figure. Now you have it. Let's see how this really goes. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You know, Kurt, everything that you just laid out is absolutely right. And it's the case that I feel like that needs to be made. I'm wondering, though, with the elevation of a Mike Johnson to the speakership, are we missing something here? Right. Because these people, they're not looking to gain constituents. They're not looking to gain your vote. So I'm just curious, like, do you think that we are missing something? Like, is there a game behind the game that is being played that we need to be aware of, right? Because what I find is that, you know, we always joke, we say, oh, they're playing chess and they're playing checkers or they're playing chess and they're playing Yahtzee, like whatever it is. Is there, do you foresee that there is another game, another pull that they are playing and banking on and we're not aware of right now? You know, I don't think so, because if you were to ask seven days ago, Mike Johnson, if you think you're going to be the Speaker of the House, he would have said, what the hell are you talking about? Mm. Uh, Mike Johnson is a speaker that nobody wanted. Um, this was not someone that people were pining for, talking about leading up to this. I think that he is so in over his head that this is just going to be one blunder after another. It's just going to be amateur hour, and it's going to cost him their congressional majority in 2024. Um, I don't think that Mike Johnson or anyone in his orbit have the slightest clue what to actually do next now. Uh, 
the the level of scrutiny, the colonoscopy that he's about to uh, experience. He has never seen anything like it before. He is unprepared for that. And while there might be a moment in time where the Republicans kind of rally around their speaker to try to wash away the embarrassment of the last three weeks, when push come to shove, it's the, the same dynamics that were impossible for Kevin McCarthy to navigate. They still exist right now. They just may not hate this guy as much as they hated Kevin McCarthy. Give it time. Like someone is going to shoot their mouth off. Someone's going to say, oh, this guy's in overhead. We, we may have made a mistake. Someone's going to float. We might have to do this again. Like, I don't think this guy can get us to November of next year. It's, it, it is a certainty that that is going to happen. And we will be reliving, the Republicans certainly would be reliving this nightmare at least one more time between now and next year. Let me ask you real quick before I let you go. The government shutdown is still looming, right? All they did was kick the can down uh, the road until November 17th, right? Which is just a handful of weeks away. You now have somebody that is in the speakership that is still a fractured caucus. Mm -hmm. You still have to work with Democrats in order to actually get these 12 bills passed. Um, is the shutdown just inevitable? I think that they're going to they're gonna punt one more time and come up with a way to kind of give the speaker a few more weeks or months. Uh, I don't think that they're going to hold him accountable for whatever happens in the next 20 days because they're just going to say, listen, this is the hand he was dealt. He just became speaker. He doesn't know anything. Let's, let's just get through this immediate thing and then focus on uh, the bigger budgetary picture heading into next year. So I would not be surprised if they punt on this. Also, this is a situation where I think we'll see uh, the, the elevation again of Mitch McConnell and the Senate Republicans starting to take a little bit more of a hands-on approach since they are obviously more seasoned that they uh, have been in the game more. This is a guy in Speaker Johnson who's never been in it, at the negotiating table with the President of the United States, with the Senate Republican leader, with the Democrat leaders. Like He has no track record, no experience doing any of this. It's one thing to mouth off uh, to talk radio about what you don't like is going exactly. on. It's one thing to be in the room, to be in the room where the decisions are happening, to be at the negotiating table. And that's why I say he's in over his head. He's going to get a little honeymoon grace period. Uh, they will they will give him a pass on whatever happens in the next three weeks. But after that, that honeymoon is going to be over and they're just going to be right back to where they have happened, which is dysfunction junction. Do you think that we get do you think that he gets booted? Like, do you I think, think that I think he eventually, makes it yes. a full of like the year in 2024? Like, does he make it? No. No, I think that he'll get booted. I think that they'll say he's in over his head. He's an amateur. He's just not up for the job. Nothing personal against him, but we. But they're going to say we need a we need a professional heading into twenty twenty four. Unreal. All right, Kurt. Well, we will we will hold it there, and Buckle we will up. come. But we will come back to you. Uh, we will put the lettuce out and see which turns first, <laughs> um, because that is the fiasco that we are in with Republicans holding the gavel. Which I pray. They will not hold in 2024. Um, you know, I, I don't know because, God, I only wish I had a crystal ball. Kurt Bardella, <laughs> always appreciate you and your analysis on Woke AF. Talk to you soon, my friend. That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people. Power, get woke and stay woke as fuck.
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.